The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. the malcolm go podcast 10 21 2020 that was sturgill simpson with all the pretty colors off his new album cutting grass volume one uh, a little bit of bluegrass tyler to bring us into the week after a brutal showing this past weekend by cam and the boys if i had to guess sturgill simpson died in like the 60s <laughs> no, no sturgill simpson is is doing just fine what do you mean he He's, put out a new album he put out that's him. That was his brand new album. Well, it's actually, it's covers of his, uh, it's basically him covering himself, but in bluegrass. How old is this guy? I don't know. My age. He's like mid-30s, maybe he's late 30s. He's like an up and coming. Well, he's like a country like music. Like he's star? Like, he's like an out, what do they call it? Like an outlaw country guy. Like he's like an underground, just like an outlaw country. He's not like. Hates pop. Nashville. All yeah, I don't think he's like. Nashville. He's not a Nashville guy. Uh, he's like, a, he's like in, from Kentucky. Drinks bourbon and like doesn't sing about like, like blue jeans and blue jeans and cigarettes and Bud Light on a Friday night. As much as I hate country music, that's how much I like outlaw country. Yeah. Outlaw country. Is outlaw the best. country is badass. Like, uh, do you remember? Like, uh, kind of how I got into Sturgill Simpson was, um, uh, I would listen to, uh, you remember the movie Crazy Train with uh, Jeff Bridges? Yeah. Uh, the dude. For some of you who don't know him by name, but um, so that was a good movie, and he sang in it, and that's kind of like outlaw country. It was like just guys that like travel yeah, around yeah. the road, and they don't they sing about like love and shit, that, like drugs and drinking and shit. I listen in to, like uh, little uh, saloons around the south. I was in a town towns Van Zant for like six months, and then I like. It was only like years later I was like, oh, I was depressed. Because you can't listen to that guy and not feel you can't like you want to like just crash your car. Like. It's amazing. Like I listen to this stuff and I'm like happy and I'm like, this guy wants to kill himself. Yeah. Every and, time. Uh, yeah, it's the same thing with like comedians where most of them are suicidal. Yeah. I say suicidal. Most of them are suicidal, but they're trying to make you laugh. Um, yeah. And then I listen to like Ryan Bingham who wrote like most of the songs on Crazy Train. Okay. I keep saying Crazy Train. Is it Crazy Train? What is it? Crazy Heart, Crazy Heart, Crazy Train is an old, way outdated song by uh, Ozzy Osbourne. I think leads us into the podcast because that's how the Patriots come out to. <laughs> it does Still. Into the pod. <laughs> and um, Crazy Heart. And Ryan Bingham wrote most of those songs and he used to come up on Pandora, Ster- Sturgill Simpson. And now he's getting bigger and bigger. People seem to love him now. Mm. 
But anyway, check it out. It just came out like, uh, I think, last Friday. I'll pop some Sturgill in. Yeah, throw some Sturgill Simpson on. Enjoy yourself. Have a Xanax and go to sleep. <laughs> um, anyway, what a week. Uh, disaster at Foxborough. I uh, couldn't believe what I was seeing. I don't know. I feel like Patriots has played like absolute dog shit. And when you think about it, there's always that uh, September. I know it's October, but as always, you got to consider this. The Patriots had no uh, no offseason, no preseason. So figure your first four games are basically your preseason games uh, in in this league year. So in reality, October is September. And the Patriots are doing their annual September uh, L. I don't even... Bad loss. It didn't really feel like that. I mean, a little bit, but, like, the defense played great. Yeah. And they, they, played, played, uh, they played lights out. From start to finish, they had a, just a great game. They did. I thought they were great. They had, they had a few mistakes. I mean, like, the 35-yard bomb to that, that wide receiver on third and 21. Yeah. I don't think that happened at all last year. Like, they should have got the ball back. When's the last time they gave up a third and 15 or more? No, I can't was, tell you when. That was a bad one. Uh, but they made, like, every play they needed to to get back in the game. Yeah. Two big picks. I mean, they had the game. What was it? They John Jones had the be- his best game as a pro. I said that they have three Pro Bowl cornerbacks on the team. Yes. They have... I mean, Gilmore is playing a lot of zone for some reason. The Gilmore, Jackson, and Jones is playing well. I don't know if he's a pro bowler, but Devin McCourty should be all pro safety this year. He's playing yeah. out of his mind. Where Jason McCourty should. He's falling apart. Is there a clipboard he can grab? I mean, let's get him on I, the he, Belichick is still doing the thing where he starts Jason McCourty. Because I think he just wants, like, J.C. Jackson to, like, be humbled. He doesn't seem, I don't know. For some reason, I, like, he came out of... I think he went to Florida State first and got kicked off the team. Then went to Maryland. It was not really all that good, but he was a super high recruit to Florida State. He was like a top, you know, 20 recruit or something to Florida State. And um, got kicked off the team or something for something. And uh, Plenty of people get kicked off the college football team. Could happen to really, (laughs) you know, just a good guy. (laughs) It doesn't matter. You can gain 30 pounds over a summer if you hit the gym real hard. And uh, so he was like... And then he went to Maryland and didn't play great. He was fine. So he goes undrafted to the NFL. And I think this Belichick's still still trying to humble him. Like, put the good leader in front of him. And then, like, okay, he'll make a mistake, like, in the first quarter. And then I'll put you in. That's basically what happens now. Like, J- like Jason is good. But J.C. Jackson is just ten times better. J.C. Jackson is is he, he's probably our best cornerback this year. I mean, Gilmore, it's, it's, you know, always that, like, oh, what are they playing? Who are they yeah. covering type thing? But, like... J.C. Jackson looks awesome. Yeah, he. I don't know what they're going to do after this year. Like, I, he is a restricted free agent, so you can't really lose him. They're going to have to put a first round tender on him for an undrafted free agent. That's ridiculous. Like, somebody could easily a cornerback needy team would easily pay him and give us a first round pick. Like, easily. Yeah, that's like a no brainer. Like, they could they'll first round tender him, and if nobody signs him, they'll keep him. And the Patriots don't really have that thing of. Uh... You know, he left, and then they were horrendous. Like, Logan Ryan's been good. Yeah. Malcolm Butler struggled for— Struggled his first year, but he seems like he's he's, settled in. I don't know if he's going to live up to that contract he got, but— No, but he's still starting, which, if you're a cornerback, like, if you kind of fall off, you don't fall off a little. You fall off a cliff. Yeah, And you're just bad. You're basically toast. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, I mean, there was the stretch, the longest time, I mean, when he just, like, Belichick just couldn't draft a corner that made, no. made he did, uh, I read an article one time about him, like, just projecting offenses wrong. He was projecting, like, because they, they weren't allowing you to, like, hit and tug and, you know, kind of like the Ty Law rules. So he, he kind of went opposite. He thought, I'll go small and fast cover guys. So that's where you got your, like, Will Heights, your Wheatleys. And all these guys he was drafting, uh, Rosai Dowling, stuff like that. And then after a while, he was like, "This is, they're letting him like play a little bit more. So he just got man-to-man corners that you know could play tight on a guy, push him around in the first 10 yards and cover deep. And like he hasn't missed since. Yeah, it's he, crazy. He just started pulling undrafted free agents out of his ass. Like, And then he goes after, like we talked about him last week, but Duggar, again, a couple of like big blow-ups. 
couple big mistakes he made. Like there was one play with they had one high safety and he had outside leverage, which is just impossible. You're not gonna cover you're covering someone in the slot and you have no help in the middle. Yeah. You have to cover the middle, force him to throw outside, and then maybe make him but and he just got completely beat on the third down and was like right across the middle for like twenty five yeah. yards. That had but, to be a Duggar lining up mistake. I would absolutely, yeah, yeah. They're just they were lining up in a, in a lot of spots like that. So, I mean, a couple mistakes, but then he makes some plays where you're like, oh shit, this guy is yeah, like he's, he's a bull. He's big. gonna learn. He's gonna he's just gonna learn. You know, I mean, he's a second round pick, but I mean, he's basically you know he's our first pick, so he's the best player on. I mean, that they wanted this year. They traded back several times because they knew that they can get him mid second round, early second round. And I get impressed when he's on the field. I mean, he he makes stops on big tight ends, hits it, hard like a bull. And in his college film, like he looked like he was massive when he was on the field. He was and embarrassing like, people. It on was the field. it was like crazy. It was like yeah. Derrick Henry in high school, like that yeah. the video that says everyone's. I saw. I mean, somebody put it up because I saw it last week. It was the after Derrick Henry either ran for like a million yards or like he was playing or something. But someone was like, "LOL." Just remembered Derrick Henry's high school football stats. And I looked him up, 4,400 yards. I was like, man, that guy did crazy in high school. That was his senior year. He ran forth 4,000 yards in his <laughs> senior year. He had like 600-yard games. Yeah, he really did. He had like Their team lost three games. How did your running back run for 4,400 yards in a season and you lose three games? That's how good Florida football is. Yeah. Like They were winning games like... Four, they must have had no passing game and no defense whatsoever because it was like they were winning games like 39 to 30 and losing games like 56 to 51. Well, they they put up uh, Georgia and Alabama played this weekend. Yeah. And they put up, it was like something like 50% of the players from Georgia and Alabama from Florida. Yeah. It's they're, like the, they're number two and number Syracuse three in the country. Just legitimately stopped recruiting anywhere but Florida. They have like every single one of those players, they'll get like one or two from New York, three or four from New Jersey, and then the rest are what's left in Florida. <laughs> they literally, like, if you don't go to an SEC school in Florida, you just go to Syracuse, like, and then you play there. Start. Like, because yeah. our best players, the Patriots, I mean, Patriots, Syracuse's best players are all from Florida. They're just fucking, literally, like, they couldn't step on the field in the SEC, so they had to go up to the maybe the worst ACC school this year. Do you think you could play right now? I um, can't walk out the door without <laughs> like, without spraining my ankle. I had a, I had to sit down with all the guys over. I was like, I'm thinking like maybe like a 20 minute stretch before we start today, just a quick <laughs> you know. We'll just enjoy ourselves, uh, have a hot tea. Yeah, a quick stretch, so like a little yoga, and someone called me. a Do faggot. you think I could play what? I a, if we if you guys wouldn't mind stretching for a bit, and yeah. I, I was called a faggot and told, yeah. to, told to get He'll away He'll get to us. work yeah. <laughs> and also get my coffee, uh, newbie. But do you think right now, do you think you could play on a Florida freshman football team? Yeah. I mean, I'd probably, I mean, yeah, because all the, I mean, I don't know. Do the freshmen it's like. It's hard to think about. Like, I like, don't know. No How, freshmen. They're who, so fast. They would. They can't move up. Like they. They. If you're a freshman, like you have to play freshman. You have to play freshman. So I'm sure there's some freshmen that. Have are you like, seen a freshman in high school? I mean, a Massachusetts freshman in high school is like it's, a baby. It sounds ridiculous, but then it's like at some point, like you got to put the pads on. Derrick Henry was when he yeah, was but a freshman. That he's one out of a million. Whoever looked like him, there's like all the. Well, I'm just saying, say Alabama, like all the guys at Alabama. Like, yeah. If you ask me to play, uh, like JV at. Like you know, on the uh, on the what do you call it? Like the the nuts team at Alabama. I'd never say I could do that. But like, if you wanted me to play, like maybe a, a couple downs of Florida football, let's fuck, I'll fucking go down there, fucking <laughs> knock some skulls around. And those, uh, I watched a great. What movie. position would you play? Do you think you could play? No, I couldn't do anything tackle, with speed. You'd have I'd, to be nose guy. Yeah, like an like yeah, yeah D tackle something <laughs> like that. I'd fucking whip around a fucking fat little guard turd. I'd probably have two sacks. I think I think I would I think I would get hurt. I don't think I could I'd definitely get hurt. I'm, <laughs> but I could play. I don't think I could go an entire drive without a groin or something. And I also wouldn't play by the rules of today because I was a headhunter through and through. I'd hit people in the back. I would <laughs> helmet. I used to ear hole kids yeah. every day. I led with the helmet. I 
I didn't play football. I played an illegal thing <laughs> that we, we, you know was you in the in the, is, was a, in the arena. You can still get away with that. There's still only like three refs, and yeah, one of them high has, school refs are like, yeah, usually if it's raining. Like <laughs> you never realize this, when, but if it's raining and the ref has glasses, like <laughs> that guy can't see. I used that to guy's be. Not the one I was really a bad person playing football. I was not good at anything. I <laughs> knew and I didn't try at all. I was like. <laughs> So I didn't try. I knew we were terrible, so I was like, ugh. And I was always scared about... I was very... That's when my anxiety really kicked off, was like 10th through 12th grade. I didn't know anything about anxiety. I didn't know, like, it ran in the family or anything. And one day in 10th grade, I thought I was dying. And I literally thought I was going to have a heart attack and die. My chest couldn't breathe. I went to the nurse, and the nurse says... The fucking school nurse, and I quote, says, I don't hear air going into your left lung. So I'm like, okay, so that's it for me. She's like, sit on the couch until your dad comes. I was like, sit on the couch. You just told me air is not coming in my lungs. Who says that? And the fucking, I was like, you calling an ambulance? She's like, no, you'll be fine. And I was like, she's like, well, you got two. So, all right. So my dad comes get me, comes and gets me. We go to the hospital. The guy's like, you've got anxiety. And my dad was like, ugh. I fucking, <laughs> I, I got, I left work because you have anxiety. You know what's funny is like, you think Sopranos would have like helped a little bit. For for you guys, I don't even know if I saw it by then. When but I mean, like, came that's out, all like, Tony right did was was have panic attacks. And yeah, like he didn't know how to deal with them. It's like you know, it's there, still- so that year was not. I think two thousand. I think that's when the Sopranos came out. Maybe that's why I started having panic attacks. You guys still get got eye rolls? Yeah. Well, my dad was like, ugh. <laughs> I remember he would because t- he, him and my brother Frankie don't get it, and like they just skip them. And my dad just doesn't understand anxiety no. or that at all. He's like, what are you, you talking? Just makes him physically just go to ill. Fucking, go to fuck to work. No, there was a real thing that happened this summer where I went to his house and, uh, in Maine, and it was 100. It was legitimately 150 degrees out. I think I was there. Or maybe you were. Yeah, and my eye just... This wasn't fake because I held it together. <laughs> I held it together because, like, if, in my old days, we would have been at the ER. So, anyway, I had sunglasses on. I'm like, what the fuck? I can't see. And, like, my peripheral vision was just gone, literally 100% gone. And I'm like, did someone get in my eye? No. And I couldn't see anything. I was just looking straight, pinholes, and then my head started to hurt. So then my brain starts going. The fucking roller coaster starts going. I'm like, am I having a stroke? I'm like, am I having a stroke? And I start drinking water, and I look in the mirror in the bathroom by myself, splash myself with cold water. I'm like, you're fine. You're fine. But like, and then I still had a headache. And then eventually my eyesight came back. I, I don't know what it was, but my sister-in-law was convinced it was a stress headache. I'm, I, it might have been a mini stroke. I'm not sure. Dom, Dom got diagnosed with what? Was it cerebral like he had mild I was case not of, cerebral palsy. <laughs> he got diagnosed with something where it's like he he stopped having. He used, tr- to, he used to say he had night blindness. Is he that couldn't. A thing? No, 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 he couldn't control the left side of his face. Oh, Bell's palsy. Bell's palsy. I got that before. So yeah, that is something about me that my, the Malcolm Go listeners might not know is that I'm prone to ridiculous diseases <laughs> that no one's ever had or heard of. And uh, I've I've come down with some weird things before. I got bit by a tick in the ninth grade, and uh, or tenth grade, and I went to football practice because I'm not a pussy. So this all comes full circle. Yeah. Thanks you for bringing that up. Comes full circle. And my coach, uh, you know, I sorry. So I'm uh, the story goes, I was you know sleeping over at my buddy's house. It was a summer night because it was a um, you know it was football like training camp season, whatever. And we were sleeping over. We were gonna go to practice in the morning, and uh, me and my other buddy was slept. I fell asleep on the on the uh, floor. I think we had been drinking Budweiser diesels, <laughs> and uh, you know we had we were at the pool, had some uh, some babes over, you know, checking them out, and we I fell asleep on the floor of his room, no pillow, and woke up and I was like, ah, the fuck, my face feels numb, and I just thought it was because I slept on the on the floor, and it was like you know my left face was numb, and so we're eating lunch, and the, his dad made corn on the cob. And I'm trying to eat it, and my left, my left side of my face is like on it like a snail. I'm like, why can't I eat this? So again, this is like pre-anxiety. So I'm like just not thinking anything of it. I'm like, and I was like slobbering on a corn on the cob. My left lip is just dangling. I couldn't open my mouth enough. I'm like, what the fuck? Can't eat this. And my friends are stupid because they were just like, you seem fine. What's wrong with your face? It's just like numb. How long is this going to be numb for? His parents didn't say a word. Oh, sorry, it's my right side of my face. So, um. Whatever. They didn't say a word. So my mom picks me up. 
we're going to football practice, and I'm sitting in uh, shotgun, as I would. And so, obviously, my left side's facing her, and she, she can't tell the difference because my left side's working perfectly normal. So we get to football practice, and she's like, I was like, Ma, something's wrong with my face. And I turn around, and the look in her eye was like, oh, my God, my son is literally dying. <laughs> she's, she thought that I had a stroke. Again, she thought that I was having a stroke right there because my literally don't you can't do anything. Your face doesn't move. You can't you can't even I don't even you can't blink your eye. You can't do any of that. Yeah. It's fucking weird. And then I went to uh so I was like, I can't miss football because I was scared to death of my coaches. And I was like, I gotta get in there. And I went in and my friend, my best friend growing up, was like, dude, something's wrong. You gotta go to the hospital. And uh, you know, the older kids were busting my balls and making fun of me, like, and they were calling me JR from WWF. <laughs> Because he had Bell's palsy. I didn't know what the fuck that meant. I just thought, like, your face was numb. I'm like, is this permanent? Am I, is this me for life now? And uh, I had a, a red target on my arm, on my bicep. And that's what you get when you get bit by a tick. Ooh. So I was like, fuck. And, my, and the coach is like, you can't practice. Like, you got to go. <laughs> so I was like, all right. So I called my mom back on the payphone. Of all things. I think I 1-800-collected. The old move was call 1-800-collect when you don't have a cell phone. Call your mom and just yell when they ask you what your name is. You go, Mom, pick me up. And just hope she gets it and picks you up. (laughs) (laughs) So I did that. She shows up. And uh, we go to the doctor. And I got bit by a tick. And they said, I had the beginning stages of Lyme disease. And I got Bell's palsy. It's like a 1 in 10,000 chance people get it. And then my brother gets it. Same thing. I don't know what he got it from. Probably something in a, a bathroom stall, I would assume. Yeah, his face didn't work for like a week. Yeah, um, he got the same thing. And you have to take horse pills. And I couldn't shut my eye to go to sleep. I had to like tape my eye shut to go to sleep. It was luckily it was like two weeks before uh, school started, so it was like finally back to normal. Right when I got to school, once the first day of school. Otherwise, nobody would have ever talked to me. I would have just been retard face for the remainder it. of my yeah. my high school career. It would have altered your yeah. entire life. Yeah, I practiced the next day though. I'm fucking get my hand in the dirt. I uh I used to get those things when you wake up in the middle of the night and your eyes are the only things. That, terrors. that wakes up and the rest of your body is still. So like you, sleep paralysis. You tr- yeah, you're trying to move your body, you can't, and it takes like a couple minutes to like kick your body into gear. That's and the I weirdest to, thing I've ever heard. I had that all the time. That's like a dead body. You're the like biggest a, fear I had. So you wake up and your eyes like are like you were lit. You so you be literally with your eyes open. My eyes are open. My brain is working. Like I'm awake. Could you talk if you wanted to? You can't no, talk. because you like. You want to scream, but you can't. You can't do any. You can't control your body. And my biggest your fear boy was would that, have a panic attack <laughs> that someone would break into the house, yeah. and then I would wake up, but I wouldn't be able. But to But you move, can't move because your dumb eyes are there. Stuck. Yeah, <laughs> stuck in your body. What's I, that called? I used to get that like I don't know three or four times a week for years. Three or four times a week <laughs> for years. I didn't. Did they give any, you medicine? I never, I never told. I never went to the doctor. I didn't tell anyone. Just about stopped. It. Yeah, it doesn't. It happens very rare. Maybe once every six months. You're now. just okay with it. <laughs> I mean, what am I gonna do? Once every six months, and you just wake up and you're eye, and you're like, all right, can't move yet. You like just, just you're wait. Like, uh, uh, oh, you're trying to jerk your body, and then eventually, like, if you concentrate, like, after a couple of minutes, you can move your hand, and then like once your hand starts moving, everything that's else fucking bananas, in. and it you happens. need to go to the doctor. I don't think this don't, is not a. Re- that's not okay. I don't. I've never even heard of such a thing. You're just dead body on your, and like, your mind's working. Like what I think a, a coma must be, which is, uh, like this. You want to scream too. Like you, you can't. You think like you would just scream, but you can't scream either. You can't. You Nothing can't works except for your eyes. Yeah. So, that, so that's like you're awake. That's like uh, what, what's that disease? Lou Gehrig's disease. What what it is? It's like your body, like your brain and your eyes work. And your body is just doesn't. And that's like what what it is. See, this is why you have panic attacks. <laughs> just, but that's what it is. Like, I rub it off as, oh, I'm just not awake yet. Like, yeah, no, and I'll wake up no, and then they go away. No, 100% you... I'd be in the ALS center, like pushing people off their wheelchairs, needing my tests. Like, I didn't wake up right today, Doc. Can you fucking test me? You go into a complete fear. No, I go to the absolute... Nth degree, worst case scenario. <laughs> Where I, you should be. I have Lou Gehrig's disease. I'm p- quite certain you have Lou Gehrig's disease, <laughs> of me, only, but only for the first few minutes of the day. To me, it's it's not. It happens in the middle of the night. It's not during in the morning. Oh, it's not when you first. So in the middle of the night, you wake I'll up. I'll like wake up. Are we sure it's not a dream state? 
Yeah, I'm positive because you get up. Yeah, you're awake after. Because then it jolts you a little bit when you can't move your body and you think, oh, fuck, I'm paralyzed. Like, that's the thought. I get that thought. I used to get it all the time. Like, fuck, this time I'm paralyzed. Like, <laughs> this one's like going I, longer than usual. Like, you leave your dog at home and you're like, this. Tell your girlfriend. Like, you just, she'll, like, wake you up and you're like, I, this is, like, you just stare at her like a psychopath for 30 <laughs> seconds. No, it used to just happen when I would be in, by myself. It never really it's happened. It's like anyone. how Michael Jackson died. Like, are you taking propofol before you go to sleep? To just get Nothing. to get into a deep sleep I'm and you taking... just wake up at fucking two a.m. and dead body and eyes work. I take uh, algae pills and vitamin C. That's it. It's got to be some. You got to go to the doctor. I can't believe that you never just told your mom and she was in this like, nah, that's fine. Fuck you. Have some orange my, juice. My mother's not really that type of mother. Like no? you wouldn't be like, yeah, she wouldn't really. She would forget. You'd be like, mom, I have this thing, and then like a week later, like, remember that thing I told you about? And she'd be like. Yeah, I don't know. You no, can take what the bus. Is it? Yeah, like she doesn't. She doesn't really. I'm remember. not driving you yeah. for that silly disease you made up. It doesn't exist. Oh, uh, that's fucked up. That I was. Uh, I was just thinking about. But that all started because I. This whole thing went back to me thinking how Duggar looks bigger than most. Like he looked big on the NFL field. He does for his age. I mean, he was a. Uh, he's. He's. He was. Yes, he was embarrassing people in Division One AA. And he looks perfectly fine at D, at at the NFL, and I don't think they're going to bring Patrick Chung back or Brooks. Maybe they'll just get rid of Brooks and have Chung be the backup. Well, I think Chung might retire. He's kind of old, and if he you is. didn't want to play this year, it felt like a year like Hightower too. Like he's played a lot of football. Yes, I mean you got three Super Bowl championships. What are you going to come back for? Come back to uh, a team that with Cam Newton starting and they can't fucking throw the ball. Julian Edelman is fucking. Ready to call it quits. Yeah, he's kind of done. He's he. Well, I think he's just fucking had it. Like he, he's lost a step too. I don't know if he's lost it. He's definitely hurt. His knee hurts. Yeah, he looks fine when he gets the ball. Like the first few games, he looked good. Like definitely against uh, Seattle and Miami. And then he got hit so hard so many times in Seattle. I think it just took a toll, and his knees like really hurting him. And the coaches are like, "Listen, if you don't play, we are fucking dead. There is nobody left." Yeah, I mean, I'm talking this game up to not not practicing. Yeah, two weeks, no practices, but it just sucks because, like, I had, like, a 13-3 and record, like, implanted in my head, and the Broncos was a definite win, so now that kind of fucked me. But I also had San Francisco as a definite loss and Houston as a definite, uh, as, a, as a win. So we'll, we'll, who knows? If they can beat San Francisco, I'll feel a lot better I where think we're they at. Can de- San Francisco at home. Yeah, this week. That's a winnable game. Uh, so, yeah, the offense felt like – it just felt like they were just kind of – like the only player we have is Cam Newton running the ball. Who didn't, by the way. He had like 70 yards. He wasn't even rushing. Oh, yeah, at the end of the game. Yeah. We have to talk about the fact that – so many things I want to talk about about Cam Newton. One, what are you doing holding the ball forever? I mean – Well, I'm assuming a, no one's open. It doesn't matter. Like your, you, your game since – You've been on TV at Auburn or wherever, fucking probably since you were three years old was, look at the first two guys, if they're not open, run as fast as you can. You can't. And the coaches are clearly telling him not to do that. Yeah, you can't do that because, like... He's going to get hurt, but it, I don't care. And then you have no quarterback come, you know, playoff time. So we can't have him a the banged gr- up guy. They're giving him the Gronk treatment of, like, yes. don't do this unless yes, absolutely have to. And he's good enough where he really kind of shouldn't have to. His receivers should be better. Well, look, if they're not open, we have to get yelled somehow. You can't sit there and just take a sack because you've been holding the, the ball for six seconds. That sack... Sorry, excuse me. That first sack he took was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, he was, like, sitting there for five seconds... And the linebacker was just out there, like, 15 yards away. And you could, like, he's like, is Cam going to throw this? Is he going to go? And he was just like, fuck it, I'll rush. And he rushed and destroyed him in the back. You couldn't tell that he was going to come because he was holding the ball forever. I mean, yeah, there was the, there was a couple but That sack was real bad. The okay, one where he got stripped and the ball was just loose. Yeah. And then he came up with that ball. He do- Which I liked, by the way. He I, went in hard. I had a terrible... Uh, I still have that terrible thing in my head of him at the Super Bowl when he got when he got sacked and uh, I'm sorry when he, he dropped, fumbled yeah, and, when he got fumbled and he like juked the ball out to not like die for it. Yeah. So sometimes I, mean, I think he must have been hearing that, that for a while because that, he fucking went in there like it was a uh, like it was his heart he had to put yeah. back in his chest. I mean that the pitcher is probably a little worse than like 
Oh no, I've seen the GIF. I've GIF yeah. believe, before Cam was on the team. I've I've tweeted that GIF so many times because <laughs> I was like, oh, we need Cam. I was like, first of all, Tom Brady would die. This, I mean, this this is Tony way back, not now. Tony back in the day was like, <laughs> Tom Brady light. would die for a fumble in a preseason game. This is Cam Newton in the Super Bowl. I know I've tweeted something along those lines. I'm sure more than once. <laughs> <laughs> Might find have to find it and delete it. Um, but yeah, he. I mean that. The turnovers, obviously, I mean, killing them. They can't. They can't throw. A, what do they have? Two throwing, uh, throwing touchdowns this year, passing touchdowns. Yeah, I'm not even sure. Like it's less than five. It's maybe three max. I, I know mean, they threw one to the fullback, threw one to Harry by Stidham. Um, and well, didn't Cam throw like four against Seattle? No, no, he ran. He, threw, he ran for three. Three, yeah. Threw for one to the uh, to what's his face to. The fullback Johnson, yeah. Johnson, and he threw for, and then Stidham threw one. I couldn't tell tell you who caught the second one. Maybe Izzo. No, he didn't catch it. Izzo looked good, and then he made that play, and you're like, "Oh, the offense is moving." Finally, and then Izzo and then he fumbles. Fumbles. Like, the mistakes were just crippling. I mean, that fumble. I mean, I don't think the Newton didn't lose the fumble, but he, he took, lost another one. Did he lose one? He lost one when they were marching, like inside the oh. forty. I know that he threw that terrible interception, which was the other thing I wanted to bring up. Is Both that, of them were tipped, so they're like yeah, weird. tipped by the D lineman that caught the own, the ball. Like that clearly, was a sick play. you have to throw it over him. Like throw it over the lineman. Yeah. You're six five. He has to be. I don't know if somebody fucking takes down these stats, but I'm telling you right now that Cam Newton has the ball tipped more than any quarterback in NFL history. I've never seen anything like it. He must have the ball tipped. Six times a game. I think what he does D-lineman. is he... I can't ever remember him pump faking. How can he pump fake when nobody's open? Pretend throw to but somebody. But at least it's something. At yeah. least it might help. But, like, he never pump fakes. So, like, I think these D-linemen are just like, all right, watch Cam, watch Cam. We're, we're yeah. expecting him to rush and wait for him to come to you. And then as soon as he goes to throw, jump because he's they not going to pump fake. Because maybe they don't rush hard enough. Yeah, maybe they don't rush hard enough because he's he's like such a run threat, so they don't come hard. And then they wait if they don't get there or even get close, they just sit back and wait for him to throw when he doesn't pump fake. You're probably right. I don't know. Maybe it's got to get coached out of him because I swear to God, he must have got the ball tipped five times last game. Two of them were intercepted. He also runs a screen pass like the same way I would run a screen pass if I got put in the NFL. Terrified. Tomorrow. Just panic, panic. <laughs> Be open. You're not open yet. He's gonna be open soon. Good it's happening. It's it. happening. It's happening. Throw it in his chest as hard as I can. He just stares him down like completely. If, like, James, if James White wasn't so good at catching ridiculous passes, and we'd making, have he'd, we'd have zero receptions on screen passes this year. Oh no! And he somehow makes makes like two guys miss. Yeah. When they're like on top of him. Yeah. It's like he. It's. it's He's so good. It's uh. There. I mean, there's so much wrong with this offense, and I get it. They didn't. Step on the field for two weeks. Sony, Sony going down. Oddly enough, it's like that was kind of weird. I guess that happened a while ago now, but it felt like it hurt him, but not really. I mean, Harris stepped up and did just fine in Kansas City, but not they, this game. They nobody could. I mean, well, they, the offensive line is also like Andrews. They were missing. Out. Yeah, so the Andrews was out. They lost their backup right tackle in the game. Uh, he They're, Cam fell on him and like. Hurt his leg. Shaq Mason's out. Shaq Mason was out with COVID that they didn't even have. Uh, so they had they had Wynn playing left guard, which he doesn't play. He plays left tackle. They had Tooney playing center, which he plays left guard. They had Onwenu playing right guard, who's good. And then they had Illuminor, who is uh, that guy that got hurt. And he was like, he's and a backup tight. He's a backup right tackle. Uwenu and then should- Heron, a rookie, playing left tackle. And then it's a weird because so they had it's like three they, non-starters in, and then the other guys that were starters were playing different positions. In all the positions that you would expect them, like I feel like the Pats shore up, kind of opposite of like other teams. Like other teams, like start from the outside in on the offensive line. Yeah, where the Pats go inside out. Yeah, um, like their best players are always their left guard. Always the left guard. Like Mankins was better than Matt White the entire time he was here. Yeah. I think uh, that the Tooney's left guard been a beast. I mean, they have much more responsibility, like pulling and all that shit. Where the left tackle seems to be kind of like block the best pass rusher. That's basically all he has to do. Yeah. And then where the left guard and the center 
Center calls the line, does all that shit, and the left guard pulls and fucking... And Shaq Mason is is just rock solid. Yeah, Shaq Mason is great. He's like Gerard Mayo of, a, of yeah. an offensive line. Like, he's just there every time making doing everything he needs to do. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, you had three offensive linemen out, two playing out of position. I don't know what the thinking was there. Like, put... All right, I get it. Put Tooney at center because he's the only one that knows how to do it. But leave Win at left tackle. I don't and, know. Yeah, maybe play. I don't know. There's a lot of weird things. Um, I don't know. I, and that was the you know worst game, but still it wasn't horrible. But they couldn't run because nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. So like everybody's out of position. Yes, yeah, so maybe you practice it, but you haven't practiced in two weeks. So how the fuck are you gonna run inside any yeah. of that shit? And it's the same way. Like if you just watch this team from a distance, it's the same way of like watching Kansas City right now, where every week you're like. Kansas City doesn't look very good. Like no. they barely beat the Patriots. They lost to Oakland. They should have lost this week. I forget who they played. Buffalo. The Bills. It was like a lost. tight game. They, Buffalo's not great. But they won I, by, I expected Buffalo's defense to be a lot better than it is. They won by a field goal, but whatever. But Kansas City's missing three offensive linemen. Yeah. So it's like if you actually like follow Think that team, it. you'd be like, oh yeah, they're no wonder they're not playing as well as they should. And if you're an average team like the Patriots with an average offense, you need and you linemen. lose some offensive linemen, especially when your entire offense is schemed around running the ball. Everything shows up real quick. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. They couldn't run any of their cam. Like, what do they have? Like two cam designed runs. One of them went for like 18. A good play. They like, executed well, and then nothing. Yeah. Like you can't. You couldn't do anything. No, like, uh, you know, no, no read option plays worked. Nothing worked, and Denver was just keying on Cam and just manning up the receivers, and nobody could get open. Yeah, Harry, Harry is kind of frustrating because he's like good know. and bad. I mean, it's still early, and the way Belichick talks about him, you're like, well, he still likes him. He's like, yeah, I mean, he was. He'll great probably be a Patriot day. for fucking twenty years, knowing uh, Belichick. Belichick, Belichick puts like he puts personality and like team first attitude above talent most of the time i am sick of watching him put these fucking spare parts of d2 cornerbacks on the field like why did you keep jacoby myers if you're not going to put him on the field why is fucking gunner olszewski taking up a spot he does not know how to elude a tackle the first one he does is going to be the next it will be the first one he's never done it when he returns punts he goes straight forward and yeah, he got a thirty-yard gain last last time, untouched. But I'm telling you, if they're like anybody at him, he doesn't shift like Edelman. No. You know what I mean? Like Edelman, when Edelman returned punts, I mean before he went straight, he was going fucking side to side, juking out everybody. You know what I mean? It's Evading weird. people. Fucking Gunner has no idea what he's doing. When when you think about the receivers, like Edelman doesn't come to my mind. He's like the third comes, guy I think about. I think about Harry and Bird. They're like our receivers. Bird is the number one receiver on Bird's the team. Bird's our best receiver by far. And it's not even... He's open all the time. Is he, though? Because he only does his run comebacks. Like he's He was open deep late, and Cam underthrew him. He was wide open. Yeah, and Cam underthrew him, which Cam has a cannon. I don't know what happened. I know that there was a lot of talk of him hurting his hand. Like It looked like he, he hit his, his hand on a helmet. In the middle of the game, and yeah, his like his, his stats like he did have some bad dropped throws. off late. Uh, we'll see. I, he wasn't I mean, on the that, he wasn't on the report today, so maybe he just hurt his fingers during the game or something. But he missed Bird deep late. He clearly missed Harry on that last play. Well, there's a lot of talk that Harry ran the wrong route. Who knows? Really, nobody like, knows who ran the wrong route. All I know is that the two safeties blitzed, so everybody was manned up. You have to throw hot right there. Yeah, you there's. No excuse. Like, they had Bird and Harry had 10-yard cushions. 10-yard cushions on 4th and 10. And fucking... Uh, and, what you, and the safeties blitzed. Before the snap, by the way. So he had plenty yeah. of time. I mean... I saw it coming from the TV. So I'm like, okay, just throw to one of the receivers. Literally could have lobbed it to fucking Harry and probably got a first down. Just yeah. thrown it out to him. Wouldn't even have had to fucking snap it. You know, snap it, throw it to him at the line of scrimmage. Harry break one tackle on a corner and it's a touchdown. Well, it's it's all these quarterbacks who are like always like pretty good. Like there was like what's yeah. Kyle, Dalton, they were blitzing 
like nine guys sometimes. And Dalton has three guys running routes, one short, two going long, yeah. and he's just like trying to stick in there as long as he can for the deep guy to get open. It's like stupid assholes. It's it's so it's such a simple kind of game if you just play it the right way. I hate to say it, but like even with that offense, and I and I don't like doing this, and I hate that I'm saying it on this podcast, but Tom Brady would never have lost that game. To like the Denver Broncos. Only because the uh, even if they couldn't run, well, because they wouldn't have turned the ball over that much. They wouldn't have turned it over, and Brady is no way Brady misses that last pass, unless the wide receiver fucks it up. Like that is a simple read: two yeah. safeties blitz, ten yard cushion, get it somewhere as quick as possible. Well, then you have to figure out like where the cornerback is if he's inside, and Harry ran a quick out. Like you should know. Yeah, I, I mean, would just throw. I would have thrown it to him, fucking right off the, the snap. Well, that's the other thing they don't do is as well as like the great like Mahomes, Brady. Yeah. They all, even though it's like, all right, we know they're not going to snap it at ten seconds. Yeah. They still somehow make you feel like they're going to snap it at ten seconds yeah. every time, and then they, you know, they do it again and they do it again. And they finally get the read, and then they, you know, they run the wait play. until yeah, exactly. But the the average quarterbacks, they just. They just wait till the snap, and then they get surprised, and then it's panic, and then you're running, and then it's, there's it's almost to a point like here where like at some point, I don't know, like with this team, with this group that Belichick's put out there and Casario's put out there, it's on them to be like, okay, these guys legitimately can't figure out how to get open, so we have to just tell them where to go. Like enough with the fucking. Okay, option left, option right. Enough. No, you run a fucking out. He runs a fucking go. You run a seven route, whatever. Do whatever. You do these things. Like high school, you know what I mean? You didn't, you don't, when you were in high school, they didn't say, okay, figure out where your leverage is. It's fucking go out there and run a fucking out and up. That's what, that's what the offense was. How much? Given I never won a game in high school, so <laughs> maybe it's different someplace else. How much do you think that, like... Like the Julio for oh, Julio just feels like the wrong guy for Gilmore trade that was floating around. For Gilmore, that trade was floating around. Who's making that trade? Not I mean, me. Well, you're the same. There, you have to factor in like isn't Gilmore and, younger? Gilmore is definitely younger. He's definitely in his prime, and Julio's on the tail end of his prime. If Get, not yeah, off. yeah, Julio's thirty-one. But like, what's their contract? Is like Julio's Probably contract the up until in. Gilmore doesn't want. They don't want to like pay Gilmore for. Well, the Gilmore's next, got like he's what, locked in one, for a while. He's got one more year, I think. I thought they signed him. No, I think they signed got, him with Jacksonville for like six years or something. Well, they did, but this. Well, they signed him for I think a five-year deal. I think this is year four. The year he made the pick. The, that was his first year on the team. Well, the year that not so they beat uh, when they beat Jacksonville. Was and they, then they beat and then they the Rams. Beat, the Rams, and then last year they didn't make it. And then this is third this year. This is four year. This is year four. So they beat Jack they beat Jacksonville. He did that big yeah, diving and then, play. And the and Rams then in the same they, year. No, they lost to the Eagles that year. He was in on the team when they lost to the Eagles. Yes, he was. They got him no, Malcolm Butler was still on the team. Yeah, he was. They both were on the team. Wait a minute. Who did they beat the year they beat the Rams? They beat the Chiefs on the road. Oh, shit. He has been here for four years. This is year four. He's got one year left. Julio Jones is, I don't know how many years he has left, but he's going to want $20 million. And I don't even think he's right for Cam. Like, I mean, he's going to be a dominant receiver, but he's basically a hairy mold, just way better. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Could you? I'm sure Julio could make anything work. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he was good with Alabama quarterbacks, and they're notoriously terrible. Is trading for a guy who's like... They wouldn't trade Gilmore for him. That's insane. They'd trade a draft pick. The Falcons are rebuilding. They wouldn't take Gilmore. What would they want Gilmore for? They just drafted a quarterback in the first round. I mean, this is just what was out there. But at what point is like getting rid of one of your dominant DBs that we seem to have 28 of them? It wouldn't be the number one guy. It would be like... They would trade like Joe Juan Williams or Yeah, but you're not gonna get anything like serious back for him. So You what... could get guys that you need. You're not gonna go for a top tier guy. I mean what are we being delirious here to think that like we're one dominant player away from winning the Super Bowl this year? I don't this team could win the Super Bowl if they got hot and like the offense got a little bit better. 
They yeah, need it would defensive... help if you had a receiver that drew a lot of attention, no matter how yeah, good I he would, was. But like... you could do it with fucking John Ross from Cincinnati that runs 4-2. Like, I don't think he's going to help. Well, he's another guy. You're not going to help. Nobody's going to help. I'm telling you, they have to win with what they have. They need what they could add is like a D lineman, middle of the road, middle, you know, a D lineman, D tackle, and an outside linebacker or a middle linebacker. That's what they need. Badly Bentley looked awesome. Yeah, Bentley was good, but how and far are you going to go with one linebacker? Well, and God's name practice uh, Ushre. I can never say yeah, his Ushay. name. Ushay practiced again today, so, so he comes back, week. and then you have those Hopefully. two. That could be a nice. Combo, that but again, be a, you're one guy injury you're away from having Brandon Copeland. Yeah, we're, we're as your middle yeah. linebacker, and then you like, or you're bringing in Cash Malua, like no, a, yeah, and you're just playing Duggar and Phillips. Yeah, at say at, at in, middle linebacker in the and then, A gap, and then you play the Tennessee Titans in the in the playoffs, and and you're in real and, trouble. And, or, and Derrick Henry runs for 700 yards like it's high school. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, there's definitely some flaws to this team, sure. <laughs> there's a couple issues here. When you put it up like that, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I think that they need a middle, they need a D-tackle. They need to add a D-tackle and a middle linebacker. Kind of like what they did with, um, when they got like Casillas when they won the Super Bowl 2014. That linebacker uh, that came in and was just kind of solid. Yeah. Him and, uh, they added him and that edge rusher. I can't even remember his name. Uh, he was skinny. He was all right. He made a couple good plays, but whatever. They added him. I don't know. I I think they could add a receiver too, but I don't know if it would help. I I think a tight end would help more. And Joku from Cleveland seems to want out. But I mean, if you can't get on the field as a tight end, and after like seven weeks here or whatever, all of training, well, most of training camp, whatever training camp they had, and four games or how many games they played? Five games. After five games, and you can't. Touch the ball. What makes you think a tight end from another team is going to come here and not all of a sudden be know what the fuck he's doing? Yeah, I mean, uh, unless they brought Gronkowski back or LG Crumpler, there's does, no uh, other option. <laughs> you have to play with what you got, and it's fumbling Ryan Izzo and uh, Asiasi, who I'm, I'm convinced is going to be good, but Cam Newton refuses to throw to. He was open like four times in the flat last week, and Cam just didn't throw it to him. He could have got little seven yard gains. Out of bounds. Seven-yard gains. Out of bounds. But doesn't throw it to him. That, Can the offense move the ball against the defense in practice? Like, I can't imagine. They must not be able to no. even come close. Especially because they know what the hell they're doing. Like, okay, throw it to camp. Like, there's no way these guys get open on the Patriots. Like, if they play man-to-man, there's not a chance. I can imagine that these Who's guys get Who's getting opened. open? Yeah. No, Nobody. No. James White. That's it. Yeah, he is. James yeah. White smoking those linebackers. He really, yeah, James White is lighting it up. And that's why they're fucking, that's probably what they were talking about when, like, in, in training camp, they're like, the running backs look great. Yeah, because the linebackers are terrible. So they're yeah. just running and dominating them. It just it It's just painful to watch a, like a, just such a slow, a slow team. I mean, it's it's like a it's like a slow death. It's not it's 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 like I don't know. Part of you always thinks there's a chance the Patriots are gonna just dominate and win, and then now you're just like, oh, there's just no there's no chance like they're just gonna blow out a team. I still thought they were gonna win that game. Oddly, enough. I did too. They could be undefeated right now. They literally could be undefeated. They took Seattle down to one yard line. They uh, could have beat Kansas City if it had not been for Hoyer being and Cam getting COVID. And last week, they had the ball with fucking three minutes to go and down six. Yeah, and they just moved the ball. like They were kind of moving the ball. It's just every single time anything good happened, they would have a disastrous turnover. Well, they can't make, you know, the, the easy, you know, the easy plays like, you know, Brady and like Edelman used to make where it was like first or it'd be like second and four and they'd get a first down or they'd yeah. get it like down to third and one. We're just constantly, it's constantly like third and eight, third and seven. You know what I mean? Cam will have to like run to the fuck, you know, scramble and maybe get it. Or they'll, you know, do a weird fucking bubble screen for negative eight. And then, uh, uh, to be fair though, they do more trick plays than anybody on earth. Yeah. They love their trick plays. What if, Julian, work. What, what if we made Julian Edelman quarterback and Cam Newton tight end? Cause what it looked like was when Julian Edelman hit Cam Newton for that little tight end, uh, 
uh, you know, around that little, yeah. that little play was the best play of the game. And Cam broke a tackle like nobody else on the team can. Yeah, no one else can it can take a hit and move on. Yeah, yeah. He's the only player I've seen break a tackle this year. Is Cam Newton? In he fucking got hit out of bounds again. Nobody even Nothing. called it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If Mahomes gets blown on out of bounds, they fuck they they throw a penalty. Cam Newton got blatantly smashed at the five yard line, six feet out of bounds, and they were just like the ref was literally there. The the ref might as well have been holding Cam Newton's hand, and he didn't throw a, a flag. I don't know. Uh, they got to get they got to turn it around here. They're favored at home against San Francisco, which I think with a week of practice, like we'll see that the team we've saw the first few weeks, the first three weeks, they looked like yeah, okay. You watch this team, like yeah, they're they're good. They're they're not. No one's good. Teams are just they're keying on Cam now. Yeah. And man covering the receivers, and they can't move. It's like they're going out as statues. Like, I don't know. Like, do you ever watch? Have you ever watched Doctor Who? Mm. This is a ridiculous reference, but like, they're called Daleks, and they're uh, robots. They just go eliminate, eliminate, and they, it's the stupidest fucking enemy in the history of TV. And I think they were invented in like 1913. So, they they literally move. They're like little R two D twos. That just move at the slowest pace ever and just take, like, 90-degree turns, but at the slowest pace ever. That's what my, the receivers remind me of. They just go, mm, eliminate, el- eliminate. Turn here. Yeah, exactly. 90. De- they, they, like, fucking basically tell you what they're going to do. And uh, anyway, Doctor Who dominates them, and that's basically what every uh, every defensive back is doing to our offense. Yeah, it's just not. You can't go into a fucking NFL season with a second— receiver harry who's like doing basically his second year receiver who's doing nothing you know everyone loves him for his blocking and i'm gonna defend him until i can no longer defend him anymore because he makes tough catches but they didn't even throw it i mean they threw him what twice last game one got tipped for an interception the other one was i don't know what happened i mean harry and cam fucked it up and should have been a, a first down i don't know what the fuck happened the problem is we don't have a number one receiver Number one, I don't know if they have a number two receiver. No, we don't have a number two. Yeah, we have a good number three. That's got, a, that's we what have we, a, we have a, probably the best number three in the league in yeah. Julian Edelman when he plays. And then Damier Bird is a good four. Right now, Nikhil Harry is fighting to get on the field. All right, if I had to put this into terms, if you put him on like the 2014 team, Nikhil Harry, with Gronkowski, LaFell, Amendola, Edelman, does Nikhil Harry see the field? Who else is the other? Oh, and Hogan was the other outside receiver. No, Hogan wasn't on the team yet. That was 16. So 14, the team that went to the play against Seattle. They played. Yeah. They had LaFell, Amendola, Edelman, Gronkowski. Um, One more receiver. Because Amendola didn't really play during the regular season. Right. Um, which he kind of never did. Uh, does he see the field? Let's see. Well, let's play a game. 2014 Patriots. Have let me see there. Their wide receivers were. Well, I can't remember this. Final roster: Josh Boyce never played. Slater obviously not. Brian Timms was the other guy never no, played. No, that can be him. Yeah, That's it was it. It was Amendola, Boyce, LaFell, Slater, and Timms. So they they basically but they used Tim Wright as a wide receiver basically. Yeah. Touchdown, Tim Wright. Um, that's basically what they did. So would he make the field? Maybe he'd be. He'd basically be Tim Wright. Like Tim Wright was the the tight end that lined, you know, lined up as a wide receiver and like did like Aaron Hernandez plays. I don't know. Maybe he would. Maybe he'd beat out Tim Wright. Let's see. I want to see if he'd be, would he be on the field in 2016. Which the wide receivers there, Amendola, Edelman, Michael Floyd, Chris Hogan, Malcolm Mitchell. I'd say no. He wouldn't. Who would he beat out on that? Michael Floyd? No, he's not beating out. Malcolm Mitchell is is what we've been missing for the last. Malcolm five Mitchell years. would have been so. Much. Would have I, Brady a, would still be here if Malcolm Mitchell was he here. He would have been the. He was catching six. Imagine, imagine this. Imagine a receiver catching eight balls in a game. Like that doesn't even register. An outside receiver. I, I couldn't even come close. Like Edelman, yeah, I guess. Like he he can he still did. do it once. What do you have? Ten against Seattle. Seattle. But yeah, but again, from the slot running. Against a safety. Yeah, I just couldn't picture a guy catching 10 balls. It doesn't exist anymore for us. It never had. I don't know if it has since, like, Randy Moss. 
Yeah, I mean, anybody on the outside like that. Name, name a wide receiver on the outside that ever did, like has done that. I know. Oh, Edelman's outside receiver. Okay, he works both ways. But when he makes a, an abundance of catches, it's playing in the slot, getting like little six-yard passes, first downs, shit like that. Um, who do they have? Okay, final roster 2018, the last Super Bowl team. Philip Dorsett, Edelman, Hogan, Patterson. Oh, God. He'd get on the team. He'd get on the field with this team. <laughs> they had some bad runs. <laughs> How did they have these receivers and win the Super Bowl with Dwayne, Dwayne Allen broken down Rob Gronkowski? Well, Gronk, yeah, Gronk is what solves all these problems. He did, but this is broken down Gronk, and they won the Super Bowl with this team. What at, at this point, like we're we're just watching like the AFC East, right? Yeah, like we are. We need to come in at least second in the AFC East to be able to make the playoffs. Which I mean, I that's not going to be a problem. They're going to win. I think they're still going to win the AFC East. It's going to be tough. What is Buffalo's four and two, and we're two and three. So what? I mean, they what have they done? They've been, they had the easiest schedule, easiest first four games, and they've lost the last two. They lost to the Chiefs, and they lost to the team before that, which is the Titans. And we're going to beat them at least once. Yeah, they'll falter. Their how defense about, hasn't been as good. How about the Ryan Fitzpatrick benching? I mean, what do you do? That guy is a glory. That's what he is there for. I thought. What is he thinking? He's like he he had all these comments like I got fired like uh, I really thought I was part of it. It was motherfucker. You've been on twenty teams to hold the spot warm for somebody else. Nobody yeah. thinks the future is Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, nobody. I, mean, I guess ever. you take two at two. You get you, at some point you're putting them in, but it's not like they were losing. I don't know. Did they pull him? I didn't even watch the game. No, they didn't pull him. They won the game and then they put two in at the end because they were blowing out. Yeah. Uh, and they put two in. Now he's the starter. They drafted him, what, number two overall? I just thought. What do they think? Ryan Fitzpatrick's the answer little, in Miami? I, th- I thought he might have been. Shut up, Ryan. I thought it was a little disrespectful. Fuck him. He's been in the league for a thousand years. Never once has everyone been like, oh, this guy. Now we got something. Well, now we're cooking. Dude, wait, maybe Buffalo. I think Buffalo might have gave him an extension once thinking he was the starter and he just busted out. This guy is the king of being good for like the first three games of the season. Like, lighten it up, scoring, like, fucking 40 points a game, and then absolute dog shit after. I mean, I, I think... I think He'll he, throw, like, six touchdowns in one game and then throw 17 interceptions in the next. It's just weird to bench a guy after... It would be what, like winning? throwing a touchdown pass and then being like, yep, that's it. You're out. You're done. <laughs> we had enough of you. It's like, what? What are you... Come on. I don't... What, I don't know. Ryan Fitzpatrick, get a hold of yourself. You haven't fucking done anything your whole life. You just... You're literally... A fucking Harvard football player that got to play like 27 years in the NFL. Just be happy. Like, you're a backup. Look at your face. You're a backup face. <laughs> he doesn't have a backup face. He's not. We, the, nobody's interested in your fucking starter ability. Do you think people are coming to see the Miami Dolphins and see Ryan Fitzpatrick throw? I tell you, we have a, we have a, tough, a tough November coming up. Yeah. This is make or break time. Yeah, because now we have Niners, Bills, Jets, Ravens, Texans, Cardinals. Oh, fuck me. That's our. So say it again. We have to win. We have to win. If you go three and three, there you're kind, you're in trouble. You have to have a winning record after this. Oh yeah. If so, you go three and three, you're, so say so. You're, what are we now? Two and three, two and three. So let's count down our next games. 49ers, I think they're going to win. Is Buffalo on the road? Buffalo is at Buffalo. All right, I think they'll lose that game. Three and four at New York football jets dominate win. So four and four home against the Ravens. Probably lose four and five. I think we could win that home against the Texans. Oh, at, at Houston. Sorry. We'll win that game. And then you'll be home five against and five. The Cardinals helps you They'll play Arizona in November. And you'll be home. Hopkins kinda, six and five. Kyle and Murray. Like they, six and five. Then a good Chargers team. Seven and five, we win that game. At the Rams, that's the same week. That's a problem. So they're gonna lose one of those games. Yeah, seven and six. At Miami, the win, eight and six. A home against Buffalo, home against the Jets, ten and six. Ten and six. Ten and six. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> We're gonna go eight and three to finish the season. That's fine. Yeah, it's, it's tough, but it's kind of what they do. Tough so. but fair. Tough but fair. Yeah. Listen. They got to get hot. I mean, they're going to lose tough games. And then they're going to go on the road because nobody's going to want to see this team in the winter. We're Team X, baby. We're going to have a good defense. We're going to have a a solidified run game by then. And they have to win a game they shouldn't win. They're going to have to do it. 
if they're going to want to win anything, they have to win several games they shouldn't win. And they had one two. would be like at Buffalo would be the first one. Uh, yeah, that would be a nice Home one. against Baltimore would be a good one to win. They have to win some of these games. So They literally practice. I mean, the only difference between Baltimore and the Patriots offense is that Baltimore is a, uh, a good tight end. Yeah, and, and a receiver who might be able to catch the ball, even though I can't name who do they have? I mean, they got what? Marquise uh, Hollywood Brown. I don't know. Hollywood Has he Brown. done anything? Do they even throw to anybody but Mark Andrews? And then Lamar know, Jackson runs. Well, Lamar Jackson throws for more than eighty-five yards. So I don't know. About someone's that. catching the questionable. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. All right. So San Francisco, two and a half points at home. What do you got this week? Jimmy G coming back. I mean, Jimmy G. Is there a chance, by the way, in your mind? If Jimmy G doesn't perform this year, they could cut they could cut him for nothing. Say San Francisco cuts him. Do the Patriots go after Jimmy G or keep Cam? I don't think they're gonna keep Cam because they're not gonna pay Cam what he Cam wants. is gonna get. What Cam's is Cam gonna, gonna get? He's gonna get decent money. What has he shown you other than like against Seattle that warrants him? Top tier money right now. Well, I guess the problem with the NFL is we're stuck in such like a either win or rebuild, win or rebuild, win or rebuild mode. Yeah. That no one wants to go, yeah, like 10 and 6. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think they're going to stick with Cam after this year. It's going to be tough. We'll I see. Would, I mean, it, it all depends on how he finishes the season. If they like go to like the divisional round and compete against like a really good team on the road or something. Maybe he sticks around another year and they build some receivers around him. Tight ends and shit. But I don't know. Depends. I just think Belichick wants well, Garoppolo so bad to well, be his good quarterback. Re- good quarterbacks like start leaving teams that they shouldn't. Like Deshaun Watson leaves Houston or something. They're gonna yeah. have to you know fill these holes. So like you could see Cam winding up in a in a team like that. Like, yeah, a team where Atlanta or something like Matt Ryan's done or Stafford's done. One That's of these true. guys were like, and Cam is from Atlanta. And you're still in the hunt where you could still potentially win. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. That's where Team Cam could go to and maybe, but stuff. The Pats are kind of the only one this year. Yeah. So well, we'll see. Anyway, but Jimmy G coming back, I feel like. They're, it's almost in the cards. Like, wouldn't that be perfect? The everyone would get what they wanted. Brady came, got what did he get? Two more Super Bowls, or maybe got at least one more Super Bowl after Jimmy left, and uh, then Jimmy comes back anyway. Yeah, I mean, not that he's ever done anything. Even, I can't even handle those arguments anymore. No, I mean, like they, so they over. honestly make me sick. Even the arguments now, where it's like Brady, how do you like the Patriots without Brady? It's like whatever. I love like, the just, Patriots without Brady, are, and I love Brady. Yeah. I hated that Gronk scored a touchdown. I hated it. <laughs> the Gronk I fucking touchdown. hated it. I fu- he caught that ball. I was like, ugh, fuck. He me. doesn't. He, I mean, he. I, yeah, I guess he, we, he's li- he's limbering up out there. The fucking fake injuries are fucking going away again. He still looks kind of slow though. I don't know, man. I mean, he's not super fast, but he's open. Yeah, he is open. That's true. We don't. That's I, we've never seen one of those guys. <laughs> we would kill for an open. Uh, anyways, Jimmy G's come back. I still think it's going to be kind of a shootout, to be honest. I think the pass is going to score some points. I get uh, 26-24 Patriots. Okay, I think the Patriots are going to win this one. Uh, just only because I can't tell you. I think the last time we talked about it, the last time the Patriots lost three in a row was 2002. Yeah. So I don't think that's going to happen. They're going to practice this week. They're going to be hot to trot. They're excited. Get Cam going again. Get our offensive line. All the reinforcements are coming back. Whole offensive line will be back this year, this week. If we don't have any more COVID outbreaks, which they haven't had anybody yet, hopefully they're in a fucking bubble. Like, enough of this shit already. Sleep at the stadium. Fucking, they're not letting fans in. Yeah. Enough with your family. No one wants to need to see your family. Is it bad that, uh, all right, go ahead. Give me your score. Whatever. I think the Patriots win this game. Uh, San Francisco's got a good D. But I think the Patriots are going to come out there and they're going to win twenty-four to eighteen. Ooh, with a with a stop at the end. By the way, I called it a shootout, twenty-six to twenty-four. <laughs> That's where I think the offense is. <laughs> that I is a shootout. For if this we offense. score twenty-six, that is an absolute. How much shootout. did they score against Seattle? Seattle must stink on defense. They scored was, over thirty. It was thirty, and they scored thirty-six against 30. the Raiders. Yeah, they put up a lot of points. But they the Raiders, they just touchdown. look good, though. They scored a defensive touchdown on that game. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, go Sachems. Remember, uh, 
get after us on at Brady Disciple on Twitter, Malcolm Go Podcast, gmail.com. Getting a lot of emails. I respond, but I haven't been listening. I'm putting it on the pod, but that's my bad. Um, anyway, we'll talk to you next week. Go Pats. And um, I love you. As to swimming with bow-legged women. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. 47, 8 months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about honor. It's about respect. We win this game. Your honor. Your kids are honor. Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the blitz by Mike Brady. The back. credit card bill.